Section 7 of An Essay Concerning Human Understanding, Book 2 by John Locke. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Gary B. Clayton. Chapter 12 of Complex Ideas. 1. We have hitherto considered those ideas, in the reception whereof the mind is only passive, which are those simple ones received from sensation and reflection before mentioned, whereof the mind cannot make one to itself, nor have any idea which does not wholly consist of them. But as the mind is wholly passive in the reception of all its simple ideas, so it exerts several acts of its own, whereby out of its simple ideas, as the materials and foundations of the rest, the other are framed. The acts of the mind wherein it exerts its power over its simple ideas are chiefly these three. 1. Combining several simple ideas into one compound one, and thus all complex ideas are made. 2. The second is bringing together two ideas, whether simple or complex, together, and setting them by one another so as to take a view of them at once, without uniting them into one, by which way it gets all its ideas of relations. 3. The third is separating them from all other ideas that accompany them in their real existence. This is called abstraction, and thus all its general ideas are made. This shows man's power, and its ways of operation, to be much what the same in the material and intellectual world. For the materials in both being such as he has no power over, either to make or destroy, all that man can do is either to unite them together, or to set them by one another, or wholly separate them. I shall here begin with the first of these in the consideration of complex ideas, and come to the other two in their due places. As simple ideas are observed to exist in several combinations united together, so the mind has a power to consider several of them united together as one idea, and that not only as they are united in external objects, but as itself has joined them. Ideas thus made up of several simple ones put together I call complex, such as are beauty, gratitude, a man, an army, the universe, which though complicated of various simple ideas, or complex ideas made up of simple ones, yet are, when the mind pleases, considered each by itself as one entire thing, and signified by one name. 2. In this faculty of repeating and joining together its ideas, the mind has great power in varying and multiplying the objects of its thoughts, infinitely beyond what sensation or reflection furnishes it with. But all this still confined to those simple ideas which it received from those two sources, and which are the ultimate materials of all its compositions. For simple ideas are all from things themselves, and of these the mind can have no more, nor other than what are suggested to it. It can have no other ideas of sensible qualities than what come from without by the senses, nor any ideas of other kind of operations of a thinking substance than what it finds in itself. But when it has once got these simple ideas, it is not confined barely to observation, and what offers itself from without, it can, by its own power, put together those ideas it has and make new complex ones, which it never received so united. 3. Complex ideas, however, compounded and decompounded, 
though their number be infinite and the variety endless wherewith they fill and entertain the thoughts of men yet i think they may be all reduced under these three heads one modes two substances three relations four first modes i call such complex ideas which however compounded contain not in them the supposition of subsisting by themselves but are considered as dependencies on or affections of substances such as are ideas signified by the words triangle gratitude murder etc and if in this i use the word mode in somewhat a different sense from its ordinary signification i beg pardon it being unavoidable in discourses differing from the ordinary received notions either to make new words or to use old words in somewhat a new signification the latter whereof in our present case is perhaps the more tolerable of the two five of these modes there are two sorts which deserve distinct consideration first there are some which are only variations or different combinations of the same simple idea without the mixture of any other as a dozen or score which are nothing but the ideas of so many distinct units added together and these i call simple modes as being contained within the bounds of one simple idea secondly there are others compounded of simple ideas of several kinds put together to make one complex one v g beauty consisting of a certain composition of color and figure causing delight in the beholder theft which being the concealed change of the possession of any thing without the consent of the proprietor contains as is visible a combination of several ideas of several kinds and these i call mixed modes six secondly the idea of substances are such combinations of simple ideas as are taken to represent distinct particular things subsisting by themselves in which the supposed or confused idea of substance such as it is is always the first and chief thus if to substance be joined the simple idea of a certain dull whitish color with certain degrees of weight hardness ductility and fusibility we have the idea of lead and a combination of the ideas of a certain sort of figure with the powers of motion thought and reasoning joined to substance make the ordinary idea of a man now of substances also there are two sorts of ideas one of single substances as they exist separately as of a man or a sheep the other of several of those put together as an army of men or flock of sheep which collective ideas of several substances thus put together are as much each of them one single idea as that of a man or an unit seven thirdly the last sort of complex ideas is that we call relation which consists in the consideration and comparing one idea with another of these several kinds we shall treat in their order eight if we trace the progress of our minds and with attention observe how it repeats adds together and unites its simple ideas received from sensation or reflection it will lead us farther than at first perhaps we should have imagined and i believe we shall find if we warily observe the originals of our notions that even the most abstruse ideas how remote soever they may seem from sense or from any operations of our own minds are yet only such as the understanding frames to itself by repeating and joining together ideas that it had either from objects of sense or from its own operations about them 
so that those even large and abstract ideas are derived from sensation or reflection being no other than what the mind by the ordinary use of its own faculties employed about ideas received from objects of sense or from the operations it observes in itself about them may and does attain unto this i shall endeavour to show in the ideas we have of space time and infinity and some few others that seem the most remote from those originals end of section seven recording by gary b clayton